0: Frustration. Have you ever heard of that word? Have you ever felt it? Frustrate. According to Webster's Dictionary, frustrate means prevent from fulfilling plans and hopes, etc. To halt, thwart, or nullify. Frustration is the state of being frustrated. Extreme disappointment. Do these words sound familiar to you? Do these feelings sound familiar to you? We're going to be discussing this and much more today. Welcome to An Apple a Day, a podcast, a resource, a community. Share your experiences and learn from others as we overcome barriers and learn to live a happy, healthy life with a disability. Welcome to the community. Here's your host, Jimmy Apple. Welcome to the latest episode of An Apple A Day. I'm your host, Jimmy Apple. How are you feeling today, my friends? You feeling good? You feeling strong? You feeling better than you did yesterday? Excellent. You can't ask for better than that. I know I was going to try and shy away from asking these questions for a while, but it's very important because it seems like the second wave of the coronavirus is coming back at us. As the weather gets a little bit chillier, the numbers are going up again, especially here up in New York. So I want to make sure that you're still getting your medication delivered to your house. That you're still cleaning everything before you bring it in. Wiping it down with bleach wipes or Clorox wipes. Whatever you have. Cleaning it before you bring it into your house. Avoid going out if you can. Especially if you're disabled, your immune system is already compromised. So take the steps to protect yourself. And always, always, always wear a mask. Please. Mask, gloves, whatever you can wear. Whatever kind of protective gear you can wear to protect yourself from this virus. Wear it. That's all I'm going to say. So have you you been keeping your doctor's appointments? That's very important. And again, I'm going to hop on the virtual doctor appointments, the telehealth. I just did it this morning with my endocrinologist and my neurologist. I didn't have to leave my I didn't have to leave my living room. I did it right there on my phone. Took care of everything, had prescriptions sent to my pharmacy, my pharmacy sending the prescriptions up to me. So it's all done for me. And it it could be all done for you. And it doesn't cost you anything extra. Believe me when I tell you that. And Medicare, they're taking on the cost of the telehealth. So take advantage of it. Most insurance companies still okay the telehealth. Take advantage of it be prepared. We weren't prepared when this pandemic started back in February, March, but we're prepared now. So be ready to battle this thing and don't let it don't let it take over you. Don't let it affect you. Keep yourself safe, keep your loved ones safe. This is very 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 important. We know what we're facing right now. It's not like we're in the dark. But by the same token, We're learning new things about this COVID-19 and this coronavirus. Different things. We're going to discuss that today on the podcast. As well as we're going to discuss frustration. Many people feel frustration. Everyone in... The disability community, people that have disabilities feel frustration. They live with frustration. But now, people that are affected by the pandemic, they're dealing with frustration as well. So, we're going to talk about that a little bit today. And a couple of other items about the COVID 19 that I have to pass along to you. And now, you're going to have to stay around to the end of the podcast. I have some very important news from the Department of Social Security, and it's regarding next year's benefits. Now, I don't want to make you nervous, but it would be in your best interest to stick around to the end of the podcast today and listen to that. Anyhow, let me remind you right off the bat while we're here, An Apple a Day is brought to you by www.famousapple.com. FamousApple.com is the homepage for this podcast. If you get a minute, go over there, check it out. We're now heard in 75 different countries. There's 75 different countries downloading this podcast regularly. So you're in a good group here. You're in a good group. And speaking of groups, I want you to go over to Facebook. Go to www.facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash disabled living that's going to bring you to the living with a disability group page that's an apple a day group page and join in we've had a run on membership over the last few days people are joining in from all over the world all over the world we have people from pakistan from africa from israel we have people from ireland england italy america naturally People are coming in and they're enjoying themselves. They're getting to know other members. And this is this is a chance for you to meet people that you would never have a chance to meet. For the most part. Most of us, anyway. I'm meeting people that I would never in this lifetime ever meet. I'm talking to people from Pakistan today. I was talking to people from South Africa today. So, you get a minute, go over there, check that out. It's www.facebook. forward slash groups forward slash disabled living a lot of the things that we talk about i post right on that group page so it's interesting you get a minute check it out all right like i said we have a lot going on today so sit back relax and let's get started The things I'm about to tell you, they may scare you, and I hope they do. I really hope they do, because I want you to be so scared that you're going to keep your guard up. Now, I did say there's an uptick in coronavirus cases, and here's an article from the New York Post from uh, the 12th. It says New York City paramedics say a rise in the number of seriously ill COVID-19 patients they are treating is bringing back disturbing memories of the height of the pandemic in New York last spring. We're seeing more young people complaining of fever, cough, and having trouble breathing. A paramedic assigned to the at the NY Emergency Medical Services based in New York and Brooklyn told The Post. So paramedics are seeing the uptick in these cases so it's not just paranoia on like my part or anyone else's part that's telling you this. This is the real deal. The numbers are starting to come up again. With this in mind I thought this was a good time to remind everybody what the symptoms and effects of the COVID-19 coronaviruses are. COVID-19 affects different people in different ways. Infected people have had a number of symptoms reported from mild symptoms to extremely severe illness. Symptoms may appear 2 to 14 days after exposure to the virus. People with these symptoms should seek help for COVID-19. Fever and chills, cough, shortness of breath or difficulty breathing, fatigue, muscle and body aches, headaches, new loss of taste or smell, a sore throat, congestion or runny nose, nausea or vomiting, and diarrhea. Look for emergency warning signs of COVID 19. If someone is showing any of these, seek emergency medical care immediately. Trouble breathing, persistent pain or pressure in the chest, new confusion, inability to wake or stay awake, bluish lips and face. Call your medical provider for any symptoms that are severe or concerning. You can find out more information on the CDC website. That's cdc.gov. Now this one is for the maniacs out there who think that wearing a mask is, is stupid or not necessary. Here's another article. It says mask mandates can almost half COVID-19 infections, the study says. Forcing people to wear masks has a significant impact on stopping the spread of the coronavirus and can almost half the number of new infections, according to a study. Researchers from Canada's Simon Fraser University claimed that up to 46% average reduction in new cases have been recorded in the first few weeks after mask mandates are implemented. Areas that enforce mask wearing saw an average weekly reduction of 25 to 31 percent in newly diagnosed COVID-19 cases. Relative to those that don't have such a policy, the state claims. The team estimates that had masks been mandated across Canada from July, the Great White North could have seen at least 25 percent fewer cases, and possibly even 40%. The variance in regions was in part due to how many people complied with the mandate in each area according to the study, which is yet to be peer-reviewed. A face mask mandate may not be effective in practice if it fails to increase the prevalence of mask-wearing compliance, or if it leads to increased contact due to false senses of security, the study warns the British Columbia University economics team noticed that masks have become a contentious policy issue and conspiracy theories and misinformation despite the comparative ease of wearing them. It's also not clear that if the reduced spread was maintained after the initial period, the mask mandate was implemented, the scientists conceded. However, the data shows clear evidence that wearing a mask can have a significant impact on the spread of COVID-19, the study says. Our results suggest that more comprehensive mask policies can be more effective in reducing the the case growth rate, the study says. We conclude that mask mandates can be a powerful policy tool for at least temporarily reducing the spread of COVID-19 with little associated economic disruption, at least in the short time, the study claims. So there you have it. The numbers don't lie. The doctors aren't lying. The scientists aren't lying. The only ones lying are the maniacs that are telling us, you don't have to wear a mask, it's all bullshit. Yeah, well, their lies are putting our lives at risk. So I'm not going to let it happen. I don't associate with anyone that's not wearing a mask. I don't care if they're they're delivering money to my house. If they're not wearing a mask, I don't want to associate with them. No amount of money, no amount of anything is worth risking your life over. Now, if they put as much effort into just putting on the mask as they do running around calling everyone else idiots and fools for doing it, we might have a much safer place. COVID-19 might be disappearing instead of resurging. Wear the mask people. Do it. This way we can get it over with and get back to some sort of normal lifestyle. Unfortunately for us right now though, this is the normal lifestyle. So, do it. Wear the mask. Wear the gloves. Wear the eye, eyeglasses or eye protectors to protect your eyes. Just protect yourself. And by protecting yourself, you're protecting others. Alright, let's move on here. Okay, let's talk about frustration. The other day... Uh, there was a post on our group page that said, what hobbies or activities do you do during the day to help you get through the day as a disabled person? And one fellow answered with a number of things that he does. But the last thing on his answer was dealing with the frustration of not being able to do what he used to be able to do. I can sympathize with them. I think any person with a disability can sympathize with him. Sure, everyone faces frustration. No matter what, everybody at one point in their life, if not more, generally more times, but every person faces frustration. And I don't care whether you're rich, poor, black, white, yellow, green, it doesn't matter who you are. Everyone gets frustrated from time to time. The difference, though, is that for a disabled person, a person with a disability, their frustration is deep-seated in the fact that they can no longer do what they used to do. For example, you take a fellow that used to work on cars. Now, he threw his back out. So he can no longer bend over into the hood of a car. He can no longer take a tire off a car. Or you take someone, God forbid, that lost their eyesight, that was a driver. It's frustrating. You're, You're locked in one place. That person who lost their eyesight can no longer drive. What about a person who who has had amputations of their legs? They can no longer walk. They can no longer ride a bicycle. They can no longer do for themselves, really. They always have to have somebody pushing them somewhere if it's a distance. That's where the frustration is for a disabled person. And that frustration is not going away. For an able-bodied person, yeah, they may get frustrated over the fact that their kids don't listen, but eventually their kids will listen. They may get frustrated over the lack of money, but eventually they'll make more money. For a person with a disability, when you're frustrated over what you can't do anymore, it's almost impossible to shake that frustration. You know that frustration is going to be with you, but you can't, you can't focus on it. That's the whole thing. What you have to do is substitute and I know this sounds easy and it's not believe me I know there's things that for example now I'm I told you a million times I'm missing my life lo- I can no longer ride a motorcycle I can no longer drive a, a stick shift because I can't hit the clutch I can't mow my lawn these are things that I loved, and I'm frustrated by the fact that I have to pay someone else to mow my lawn I'm frustrated by the fact that I can't ride a motorcycle. But you know what? You get over these things. Now, the fact that someone else is mowing the lawn, you can look at it and say, I know I can do a better job. And again, I know how frustrating it can be. But you have to start focusing on the things that you can do. And that's that's the hard part. But it's not impossible. You can always take the things that you were good at, the things that you can't do anymore, the things that frustrate you that you can't do anymore you could turn it around take for instance the fellow with the car the uh, the auto mechanic all right so he can't physically get into the into the motor and change spark plugs and do whatever he does or change tires he can't do that anymore because of his disability but he can teach others how to do it write a blog do a podcast like this you can teach others and that can give you a sense of fulfillment as well. You can find other outlets for your frustration. Take, for example, myself. I look at my lawn. Now, my lawn has always been my pride and joy. After losing my leg and heart attacks and strokes and stuff like that, I can't do it anymore. It took me a long time to come to terms with that fact that I can't do it anymore. And it also took me a long time to come to terms with the fact that I have to pay someone else to do it. And I'd sit there and I'd watch them do it and I'd get depressed and I'd say to myself, I know I can do better than they are. I know my lawn would would never look like this. But then I started figuring Well, you know what? Now I'm going to tell them how I want my lawn cut. I'm paying them. I'm the customer. And I went to a couple of different lawn companies because they didn't want to hear my suggestions. But again, I was the customer, so if I'm paying you, I want it done the way I want it done. And now it is. It's acceptable. It's not acceptable to me that I got to pay somebody, but it's acceptable. It looks okay. Okay. But I still had to find something to get rid of that frustration, something to channel away from that. And I took up building a a website and writing a blog until my hands went bad. And then I said, well, let me give a shot at this podcasting and find other people in the same position I'm in. And that's worked out very well for me. And my frustration level has gone down. That's what I'm suggesting for anyone with a disability is to find another outlet. If you're frustrated over not being able to build something find another outlet maybe you could design it for someone else to build it for you there are always ways to get around it and the whole thing is is you just have to look you look at it you observe it you you see that you know what your limitations are that you can't do it but there are other parts of things that you can be involved with the car mechanic he can teach someone else how to do a tune of me the, with my grass, I can tell someone else how I want my grass cut and show them. The person that is a carpenter, well, maybe you can't hammer and nails anymore, but you can design it that there, there are so many ways to still be involved with the things that you're frustrated over that'll relieve or alleviate some of the frustration anyway. It won't we'll get rid of all of it because no matter what, we're, we're only human and we think we do things the best way possible. We don't think anyone else can do as good as we can. But that's just something that we'll have to deal with. Now on that same note, here's the thing. If you're going to design something for someone to build for you, if you're going to make that your new niche to work with, then you have to practice, 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 and make it the best, be the best at it that you can possibly be. Same thing with the auto mechanic. If you're going to teach someone how to do a tune-up or how to uh, build up horsepower in their car or whatever. Be the best at it. Be the best at describing it. Be the best at posting it. Be the best at designing your, your blog or your your YouTube video, whatever. But be the best. Strive to be the best. Just like you know that you're, you were the best at what you did. For me, I knew I was the best person to cut my lawn. Unfortunately, I can't do it anymore. But now, I'm going to make sure that the person that is cutting my lawn is doing it the best that they can. So, just try and do your best at whatever you whatever you take on. You know, it doesn't have to be related to what you're frustrated about either. You know what? Maybe you find a new hobby. Maybe you become a, a landscape painter. You know, you paint landscapes. Practice and practice and practice Who knows? Maybe you'll come up with a masterpiece. Or maybe you want to write a short story or write a novel. Practice. Find everything you can to teach you how to do it the right way. Get involved that way. You'll alleviate the frustration that you felt about one thing and take on the excitement of something new. That's my suggestion. Now, I just want to say one thing. This isn't just for disabled people at this point. With this pandemic, all the people that are frustrated About being stuck inside or not having a job at this point. Find something to relieve your frustration. Find something else to focus on. Create something. Don't just sit there and wallow. Alright, before we move on here, I want to remind you that this segment came about because of our group on Facebook. So if you get a minute, go over to www.facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash disabled living it's going to bring you to a page that says living with a disability an apple a day page so go over there check it out maybe you can answer some questions maybe you have a couple of questions to put in there too and we'll answer them right here in the podcast okay all right let's move on here I promised you some exciting news if you stuck around to the end of the podcast, and here we are. I have a message here from Darlinda Bogle, the Assistant Deputy Commissioner of Social Security. She writes, Approximately 70 million Americans will see a 1.3% increase in their Social Security benefits and SSI payments in 2021. Federal benefit rates increase when the cost of living rises as measured by the Department of Labor's price index. So there you have it. For 2021, there is a 1.3% increase in your Social Security. We will mail cost of living notices throughout the month of December to retirement, survivors and disability beneficiaries, as well as SSI recipients and representative payees. But if you want to know your new benefit amount sooner, you can securely obtain the Social Security COLA notice online using the message center in your My Social Security account. You can access this information in early December prior to the mailed notice. So there you have it. You're getting a raise in 2021, a 1.3% raise. Now you're going to have the naysayers that say 1.3% big deal. You know what? It is a big deal. It's better than nothing. And we've seen that before President Trump, where there were years that there was no increase. So you're getting an increase in 2021, something to look forward to okay, I want to make sure you you heard about that first here this but this notice came out last week so there you have it again, a 1.3 percent increase in your benefits for 2021. okay, let's move on here. I'd like to thank you for stopping by today and remind you, things can always be worse. That's right. Right now, somewhere, someone is wishing that they were in your position. So things can always be worse. You've been listening to an Apple a Day brought to you by FamousApple.com. My name is Jimmy Apple, and I'll talk to you again later on in the week. Have a great day. And remember this, no matter what your problem... No matter what your illness, the best medicine, the best medicine you can have is (laughs) left. Thanks for listening to An Apple a Day with Jimmy Apple, your gateway to a happy, healthy life. Join our community at www.famousapple.com. See you next time.